Oh, if you stayed up and you watched last night, you would have seen, you would have seen, you would have seen. Ah. South Africa's women's under-17 national team. It was a goalless draw, yeah, against Mexico, the opening Group B game in the FIFA Under-17 World Cup. Uh, being played in Uruguay. They defended so well, though, hey. It was a gutsy performance against their more superior opponents. And I guess it's opponents that they, they know. They know exactly what they do have. And that's why let's uh, get a quick breakdown with uh, Simpiwe Jujuba Ndwana coach uh, coming through live from Uruguay. Coach, good evening. Welcome to MSW. Good evening, Rob. How are you? Have you rested? I'm very exhausted. <laughs> I haven't rested. I'm actually in a team meeting now. We are really preparing for Japan yes. and dissecting our game yesterday. So there's Africa's cup of lala, Rob. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell from your voice. Um, that's why I'm like the first question is you asking me how I am. I can pick up that you, <laughs> you, you haven't rested, but you talk yeah. about dissecting. Let's quickly dissect though, because you, you got to head back into the team meeting as well, because you you're the captain of that ship. The the game when you dissect it, and I know that towards the end you were equally frustrated. We could hear you shouting from the touchline. And they could have scored. Yes, it was critical stage of the game. Maybe focus was not there. We gave away a free kick as well, just around the D-line uh, in that match. What was going through your mind when you break it down, especially those critical stages towards the end? You know, for me, it, it was. I think it's what really got me tired when I I remembered that I'm one of their teammates and yes i'm the star on the sideline and i need to come up for them remind them keep them focused and just keep them motivated be their biggest fan especially when chips were down like that you know because it wouldn't help for me to just sit and watch and then say ah but it was really important for me to be playing the game with them remind them uh, of the good things that they are doing remind them to help each other and still be coaching there because at this level, remember, they are young. They are still um, learning in the game. They're still becoming better. And there's a whole lot more to think about and try to focus in a game like that. So for me, it was important to realize those moments with them, keep them in the game, focus until the third lady sings, you know, because critical stages, that's where we considered. Because against Uruguay, we considered in the critical phases of the game. You know, as just before halftime in that friendly game and also in the last 10 minutes of the game also, that's where we considered. So it was important for me to do that for them with them. How do you coach that? Explain it to me, though, because you see it happen so many times and you also had external factors. And I know that as a coach, you deal with the external factors. It's either rain, it could be extreme dust. In your case, you had extreme mist. So that was an added problem to your game overall. Sure, it's the same for everybody else. But how do you then coach in that environment? You know, Rob, uh, most of it you hope and pray that the girls will apply themselves and see the game and think for themselves as well and try to keep each other in the game. I mean, in the last 10 minutes of the game, it was tackles flying, flying everywhere. The referee didn't see tackles against us before we considered those set pieces in our own half. And it was for me to even forget about the, the fog and not even say anything to them about it. But everyone on the bench, goalkeeper coach was making sure the keeper was awake, was 
you know, in our set pieces, we're calling players back, reminding them of their roles and all of that. It's quite tricky, you know, um, because imagine this in a stadium that is like a F&B where the players won't be able to hear you. So we're a bit lucky that we were close and the screaming and the shouting was to say to them, because I kept on reminding them also about the time, you know, I would speak to one of them to say 10 minutes to go, let's switch switched on, you know, two minutes to go, let's keep playing. So they pass the message on to each other and they, they keep fighting for each other. But all you can do as a coach is to just hope that they're reminding each other, they are talking on the field. And at this age group, talking is not as easy as we think it is when we say communication is the key, you know. Because they are young, they are thinking about their own things and they are afraid to even reprimand each other sometimes on the field. And that's how you see if they are growing in the game and they are becoming better in the game. And just uh, the cost of, let's say, an, an early injury that you hadn't looked at. So forced injury comes in, Minnie's uh, is down, um, she can't carry on with the game and she's such a critical uh, player for you overall. What does that do to the game plan? It, it changes the game plan because you end up having to find an impact player that can get on the field, still be able to defend and still go forward, you know, because in this game we anticipated a transition game because we knew that they were pushing us on our back foot and tactically at some point we had to take it to the left side and bring the other twin to the right side and they are playing with opposite feet. So that text a bit to say now she was defending more with that fullback that was overlapping so much and going high, you know. So it did impact us a bit because we found ourselves with a central midfielder coming on to play as a winger, Uvi So And it's part of the game because at this age, you have players that are on the bench and you are saying to them, when you come onto the field, you could come on in three different positions. So they anticipate that as well and we also look and prepare them in that manner. But it was a learning curve for us, you know, to say um, how do we restructure our defense, how do we restructure in attack and setting ourselves up for, for, for that transition because with her speed, it didn't really work out well. Also, Rob, if I can make mention, is that it's the first game of the biggest match in their line, you know, and they were nervous. They got onto the field. Yes, they are singing. They are happy. They want to get on the field. But as soon as they said lady sings and say, play on, game on, let's go, the nerves start kicking in as well. They are afraid of making mistakes. They are afraid of, of, of applying themselves at times. And, and it's part of the game. So it was for us to adapt and see how can we make it better for them. We could not exert ourselves in attacking and playing the way we wanted to play. We were playing with two attacking midfielders, not one. But we were on a back foot. We looked like we were defending with two and very deep in our in our own half. So, so uh, at least we needed to make sure that we don't lose in both. We lost in building up, playing in transition and keeping possession. We couldn't do that. And we had to make sure that one battle had to be won. And that was defending for us. All right. If you don't mind, um, I'm just going to take a quick break. I want to come back and just ask about Japan. I know that they played a draw against uh, Brazil. And then we're obviously going to have to release you for the team meeting. Uh, chatting to the coach there, Simpiwe Jutlu, uh, Mandwana coach, coming through live from Uruguay. It was a game. Maybe you watched it and you want to say something about it. 0605842250. All right. We're live in Uruguay. Simpiwe Jutlu is the Mandwana coach and she's going to be preparing her team now for the clash against Japan on Friday. 
the key areas, and I don't know if you would have had a chance to watch their game against Brazil, or will that be happening in the next couple of hours? Um, yeah, if if I look at how Brazil and Japan played as well, you know, you could tell that um, Brazil had a plan to play against them. Japan is a very tactical, technical team. They keep the ball on the ground and they enjoy possession. And in them enjoying possession, they try to unlock you and take you to spaces where it's difficult for you to defend. And I think Brazil, with the way they played, they minimize the spaces that Japan tried to create. And I think for us is to learn from that and see how can we also improve on that in the transition as well. And I think also with the confidence that we need to bring onto the game, it will help us dearly where we are able to keep possession, especially in critical areas of the game, starting from midfield, going forward, and be able to support. Because the transition that... uh, Brazil tried to apply against Japan, it was not quick enough, and that's what we would want to improve on, on the speed of going forward in that in that transition, because it will be very critical for us to do that. Set up our block in a sense that we deny them space, and that they don't have an opportunity to play those one-twos, because that's what they want to create. They want to create 2 v ones and, and also catch them on set pieces as well, but you, you just has a highlight when you're when you're watching them play against another opponent it can be a different story when they come on and play against you because they've got other players that they rested they did not have we also have a player that comes from a red card is coming back into the team so for us is not to focus too much on what they are doing but see what are critical areas and phases where we can get to punish them and set ourselves up so that it's easy for us to play and the fact that uh, you all kind of square up as far as the points are concerned, doesn't that just drive the ambition uh, from you to get that goal? And then, you know, whether you park the bus or not really doesn't matter. But especially against Japan, who've been there, they've claimed the crown before, for you to get a three points at some stage. Yeah, it is very important for us to understand that, Rob, because... It's open. You know, the only reason we're on the bottom of the log is because our country code is RSA, you know. Mm. Otherwise, everyone should be sitting on top with each other, you know. And so for me, I really think that it is very important for us to be very ambitious and in that work towards getting those results, you know, Mm. because if we just sit and say we're okay with a draw from Mexico, it, it won't help us. But if we come up with more confidence, if we come up with more belief, I think we we can salvage a three points. If anything, we don't want to see ourselves just only getting a point, you know, out of this one. It's going to be a tough one. Like I said, Japan is a very technical team. They they understand each other. There's chemistry between the players, and they enjoy the possession. But we know that the enemy of possession is space and that transition, you know. As much as they enjoy that, we need to be on the lookout. Let them have it where it doesn't hurt us. And then counter in those spaces where we know they won't be able to recover. And the the ability, once again, and having watched the, the game that followed yours, uh, where the host nation, Uruguay, was playing against Ghana, and Ghana literally just dominated. They boxed them, they bullied them, they got the goals, you know, they kept it tight at the back. How critical is that to literally lead? 
It is very critical, you know, especially in the early phases of the game. That's five, ten minutes in the game you want to punish whoever you are playing with because then psychologically you, you take them on a back foot, you know. So I think it was really great of Ghana to have the confidence and be able to score as many goals. I know somebody was saying it would have been an avalanche more than that of goals, you know. And and, and that, that, that's just it. Play with more heart and more confidence. And work on, on the weakness of the opponent and just take the right of that. It will be very important. It's quite encouraging to see them doing so well. And I think maybe Uruguay got a wrong information when they played us. They thought maybe Ghana is the same. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And we no. certainly wish you the best of luck, uh, Madame Juju. And uh, yeah, as I said, it was, uh, you know, heart and mouth or whatever it is yesterday. Uh, it was tight. It could have gone either way, but uh, you got the point. And all we can do is wish you well uh, for Friday against Japan. And I think if you play the way you did with a bit more application and being a bit more settled, you, you know, you could spring up a surprise. But all the best. We'll be watching from this side. No, thank you very much, Rob. Highly, highly appreciated there. Uh, going into the team meeting is the coach, Simpiwe Juju, coming through live from Uruguay. Thank you so much to our Metro FM listeners. We will break away. And obviously from our side, we'll come back and it will be news time.